G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Talking Harness WA with Mortz and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Yes, hello and welcome. It's Friday, which means two things. Talking Harness, w, uh, Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657 here in Perth and also on the podcast on SEN Nationwide or internationally wide, Mortz, if, uh, if you like, and also Gloucester Park tonight. And uh, what a big night it was last week with the running of the Westral Mares Classic, the first Group 1 winner to one of the young guns of Australian harness racing, Emily Savalko. We'll talk to Emily in just a moment, uh, plus we'll catch up with Bomber for his tips. A very interesting card tonight. Tell you what, the free-for-all, Mortz, we'll talk about in just a moment. I reckon the strongest race in in Australian harness racing this week, and that includes the Inner Dominion Heats. Uh, and we'll also get... Uh, Tips from Hayden King later in the show, who's uh, had another good weekend last weekend. But Mortz, welcome to the show. Big week for you this week. Uh, morning, Michael. Great to be here as always. Have you recovered from Black Friday for Retrovision? It was absolutely massive. I don't know where people are getting the money or where they're putting all the TVs. <laughs> they're, they're backing your horses, Mortz. <laughs> but I'm glad they are. No, it was a great week uh, in retail. Excellent week in retail. I'm very well supported by the Harness Fraternity, I must admit. Uh, a lot of calls from... Uh, People looking for a good price, so yep. only happy to oblige, which was great. Um, tough night last uh, Friday night <laughs> again with another wipe, but that just means we are one race closer to a fill-up, Michael. Yeah. So Confident tonight. I've yes. seen the tips. Yeah, very confident Plenty of tonight. units. Great win by the Mayor Savvy Bromac last <laughs> week for the formidable team <laughs> of Nathan Turvey and Emily Savelko. Now, I've seen the resume for Emily. Yeah. Please don't read it all out, Michael, because we don't have enough time. We'll be here for about we've, two we've hours. We've told we've only got 43 minutes. So. Un- unbelievable. <laughs> um, a couple of nice price winners at uh, GP last oh. week as well, including and one from our uh, special guest, uh, Emily Savelko, with Star of Willoughby. Yeah, and a 101 winner for Jocelyn, or around about 101. Just rounded them up Quaddy from killers. last. Absolutely. killers. No, it, was a, it was a big night last Friday night, and that Mayor's Classic, uh, as you said, the first of the Group 1 and heading into some big racing coming up at Gloucester Park. So looking forward to that. Michael, what's your thoughts on the Inter-Dominion series so far? Look, uh, oh. Some of the, the Bathurst racing was was pretty good. Like Luke's McCarthy's horses were wide, and the the performances were just awesome. Of um, uh, you know um, uh, ego, and then King of Swing it was was just massive. Um, the first night was a bit of a procession for the McCarthys, and they rolled into Newcastle. So I, I mean, the series isn't as strong. We spoke about that over the last couple of weeks. It's it's probably one of the weaker inner dominions we've seen and there's a couple of reasons of that. Mate, a lot of the, the stuff around COVID and travelling and the Kiwis aren't really strong at the moment. Their best yep. horse copy that didn't go there. Self-assured wasn't right for it. But um, look, I, I, was, I was happier with the racing at Bathurst um, and then they go to Newcastle Sunday. So um, yeah, look, I, I think it's got better as the series gone, as inner dominions do. Uh, do you think it's time for a revamp of the Inters, Michael? I oh. mean, the, the one thing which stands out for me is the way they separate the good horses into the heats so they don't clash, which... Yeah, well, we did that as well. Uh, and and, the, and one of the reasons for that is is because if you've got one horse in it, so you had Major Martini, and all of a sudden you're lobbed in against the virtual final, you know, we don't want that to happen. And, and, and it's 
tough for everyone to get through then. So you separate those and you only got to race one McCarthy instead of three McCarthys. <laughs> you know, point. like, like if, you have, if you have one in there. But, and also you get to see him in the final, the best, the best field. And, and I think other horses get a chance to get in the final because they are only taking on one McCarthy rather than two or three and you can throw in two Aikens horses in there. So... Uh, do you think it is time for a revamp? Do you think it needs mate, something I, to, to I, generate? I, and... I would like to see, like, so I know they're talking about this slot race and some of the, some of the, the money going in there. Like per, me personally, I'd like to have that money to go in the Inter Dominion and then send it around the, the country again. But that's my personal opinion and yeah. I'm, I'm not too sure how much weight that carries at HRA level. <laughs> one, of, one of the best races that we used to have was the uh, around the 20 cent track there at uh, Harold Park when we had the Miracle Mile, which was invitational oh. over, uh, what, six, was it six? Well, it started off at six, six then moved and, to seven. And yeah, yeah that, oh, that was my, my favourite race. I mean, there's a track just across the water here, yeah. which is very, very similar to that. Yeah. You know, could you imagine something like an invitational uh, mile sprint at uh, Gloucester Park with limited numbers? Is that something P- which... Possibly. I mean, during the Inner Dominions, we only ran nine uh, in 2012, and I thought that really that really created great racing because there was only nine. Everyone had their chance to, to get through, and that was a great series. But, um, yeah, something like that. I'm not against that. Imagine that. would be fantastic. Yeah. Invitational, million yeah. dollars. Yeah. Get the best sprinters in Your the, uh, in the land, yeah. uh, you know, because the Inter-Dominion finals over 3,000 metres. When do they race over 3,000 metres? Yeah, at the end of the yeah, two weeks. But yeah, yeah Quint, Quinny won it over that. <laughs> but that's Quinny. Anyway, um, no, I just think uh, could be time for a bit of a Revamp, think yeah. tank and uh, refresh because when you look at uh, the gallops now, to me, the Melbourne Cup's kind of in the background now and there's a lot yeah, of races which are taking its uh, place. So yeah. we just can't sit still. Yep. Done. Okay, you're done. Okay. All right. Emily's been patiently waiting on the line. Before we go to Emily, this segment's brought to you by our good friends at Steel Blue Boots, built for comfort, made for work, uh, 736 stockists nationwide. Our man, Ross Fitzgerald, he'll be out there tonight watching Major Martini go around. Australia's leading supplier of work boots now. Rumour has it, Michael, last Saturday night you were seen wearing a <laughs> pair of their pink boots. Is that correct? Yes, certainly was. Yeah, but no, Strutting they around. A, they do a great um, – they're great for charity with their uh, breast cancer and Beyond Blue with their coloured boots. So, Yep. Great supporters of us and sport in general. All right. Let's go back a week and it was the Group 1 Mayor's Classic – over uh, uh, the 2,500 metres at Gloucester Park and Savvy Bromac drew one, found the front, and it was a, uh, set, it was a perfect drive for me. Emily Savalco out in front. Bromack leads a metre and a half. On the outside, Bell Catherine trying very hard. Third is born to Boogie. And then 55 reborn as they corner. Savvy Bromack skipped away. 28 for the third quarter. Savvy Bromack clear only danger. Born to Boogie. And then came Bell Catherine and Star of Diamonds. But Savvy Bromack had raced away from Bell Catherine. Born to Boogie the outside. And then 55 reborn. But a brilliant performance. Emily Savalco wins the Mayor's Classic with Savvy Bromack. Savvy Bromack by five metres. Second born to Boogie and nose away third is Belle Catherine. And that yeah, what a great off. performance out in front for Savvy Bromack and the combination of Turby and Salvalco to the fore once again and gives me great pleasure to introduce to the show the driver, Emily Savalco. Emily, welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me on. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, your first Group 1 win and what a way to do it in an open class mare's race. Uh, must have given you a great thrill. Yeah, definitely. And to drive the Group 1 winner for Nathan, who's been a big supporter over the past couple of years, um, was definitely a great thrill as well. 
you, you found the front early and there wasn't a great deal of pressure. Did that su- uh, surprise you a little bit that you, you, you were able just to roll through and, and be really comfortable out in front with it, without too much pressure? Yeah, it definitely did. Obviously, I thought Bal Catherine would be coming around a bit sooner and I thought um, Bondi's one might come out the gate a little bit harder and try and test me because um, Savvy Bromack's not usually known as a leader. She hasn't really got the barrier draw to be able to see um, out in front. So I thought there'd be a bit more pressure in the race and I was getting nervous when um, Junior hadn't come around. I was looking around desperately thinking he's going to try and catch me napping here, but um, yeah, the horse did it well out in front. Nathan has a very good, um, has the ability to get him spot on for the night, but it took a, a great drive from yourself, uh, Emily. So a great win. Congratulations on your, your first group one. Do you think Savvy Bromack can go on and, and maybe look at some of the bigger races um, uh, later this year, early <clears throat> in the new year? Well, she's the type of horse that can sit on speed and she'll still um, give you everything she's got at the end as well. So I'm not 100% sure, but Nathan's looking at the open free-for-all for next week. I believe there's a 50 grand race. So I guess we'll see how she goes in that and um, go from there. Yeah, well, uh, the way she went the other night, you would certainly think that she is going to be very competitive, that's for sure. Now, Emily, tonight uh, you don't even get a chance to stop to have a breath because there's uh, 10 races and you've got 10 drives, uh, so very busy night tonight. Uh, you've got some very, very good chances there in uh, race two. You've got one that finally gets a good draw in uh, Blue Blaze. You'd be very happy to um, to finally get a draw with this one. Yeah, he's usually known as a sit sprinter, but it's probably a dropping class for him. I know his form probably doesn't suggest that he's going the best, but he's had a um, little freshen up between runs, so Nathan's happy to take full advantage of the draw, and um, yeah, we'll try and be doing our best to hold him off late. And then in race three, you go around on number 12, Leo Sabi. How's, how's his chances looking tonight? Oh, he's the coolest little dude. He's my favourite <laughs> horse to drive um, and my favourite horse in the stable. Um, he's very versatile as well, so we'll just have to see what finds the front. Obviously, Alice Kay will be pressing there, and there he goes, um, gets out quick as well. So if there's a bit too much pressure, we might just be sitting him up this week, but I'm happy to put him into it if need be. Yeah, there certainly could be a bit of pressure in that race, uh, that's for sure. So um be interesting to see how you go there. Uh, race five is a very interesting race, as Michael alluded to at the start of the show, one of the strongest races there is in Australia, and tonight's uh, free-for-all. And You're on number five, uh, number six, Motu Premier, who was good first up, but uh, going to be pretty tough in that, uh, that very hard field tonight, uh, Emily. Yeah, he ran a good um, third first up. I haven't spoken to Mr Olivier yet, but... He, his comments were that um, he probably goes better um, doing no work early, so I'd say we'd be slotting in. Um, obviously, you've got Wild West, um, Hurricane Harley, Hampton Banner, Fletchley Park all drawn inside of us that have all got speed and um, all want to be in front as well. So hopefully they all overdo it early and we can come into it late. Yes, promises to be a very, very exciting race. And then you've got a couple of really good drives coming up later in the program. Uh, in race six, uh, number one, Vivier de Moore should be able to roll to the front and hopefully that's uh, that's it. You must be very confident tonight. Uh, yeah, she's a horse that has had no luck in her races whatsoever and she's um, had to do it tough every time. So to finally get barrier one, um, she's got really good gate speed, so she should be able to lead quite comfortably and hopefully we can get a 
um, easy lead time before Bow Catherine comes around, and we'll just roll solid. Um, Vivid Amore's a horse that grows a leg out in front, so we'll be looking to take full advantage of the barrier draw. Uh, in race eight, Emily, uh, you're driving Sahara Storm, which has been sent over from Victoria to Nathan Stables, part owned by Dale Monteith, who's the uh, chairman of Harness Racing Victoria, who's actually listening to the podcast uh, this morning from Melbourne. Um, it's done a good job since uh, coming over. They've sent um, uh, this horse over and, and he's not, not, she's not without a chance tonight in tonight's race. Yeah, definitely. She went um, 154 over the mile first up and I never even pulled the earplugs. So I think there was still something there um, at the end of the race as well. Um, obviously, barrier draw makes it hard with um, three rumours and Soho Broadway drawn inside of us, even Lady Jador. So I haven't spoke to Nathan how he wants to drive her yet, but um, we're quite happy to sit her up if need be and um, she should be very dangerous late. Now, Emily, I just want to rewind back a couple of weeks ago, back to uh, the weekend of the 19th of November where uh, you drove a couple of winners on uh, Friday night. Um, on the Saturday night, you drove two. Um, Dad drove four. Then uh, on the Sunday at Collie, you drove three each and then how special it must have been for you to Quinella. The Joe and Margaret uh, Zavalco Memorial must have been just a, a surreal weekend. Yeah, it's my favourite race every year. I look forward to going to Collie just to drive in that race. Obviously, I was feeling when I didn't actually have a drive in the race and Dad had a double up, so I was able to get on one and he obviously took the one with the, barrier, uh, the better barrier draw, um, which was unfortunate in my case but to be able to Quinella it's really good and I won it last year the first year that it was um Nana was Margaret was put into the title as well um so that was pretty special and then for dad to win it this year um to win his mum and dad's race um it was really good yeah that's must have been special to Quinella uh, as well after winning it the year before you spoke about Nathan before but uh it's it's a wonderful combination you've got going with Nathan, um, the, the winners are, are really rolling in and and it, it must give you great confidence to know that you're jumping on horses that Nathan's preparing every week and, and you've got three or four really good chances at, at Gloucester Park every Friday night. Yeah, definitely. And he gives, obviously I drive track work throughout the week, but he gives me a um, good boost of confidence when he knows the horse is going to go well and we've got a really good team at the moment. Um, so yeah, all the horses, unfortunately, for me, they're all kind of meeting the same mark where they're going to start clashing. But, um, yeah, they're all going really good. And, yeah, it was good to um, get back in the camp now, of Nathan Turvey. Now, you've, you've had the combination's been so successful and also the other trainers that are putting you on. You're currently running second in the, the state and Metro Premiership behind the Hall of Famer Gary Hall Jr. You're in front of Hall of Famer like Chris Lewis, uh, Ryan Warwick, uh, Chris Voak. Uh, there's some big names you're in front of. And, and nationally, Emily, I don't know whether you keep a um, keep of, uh, track of your stats. You're currently running 11th in the national title. And, you know, on that on that uh, list is the likes of uh, Chris Alford and Greg Sugars, you know, Kate Gath, Daniel Hill. Uh, you're really competing with, with the great names and, and doing a f- – fantastic job can you believe the success that is coming your way yeah my granddad always tells me he keeps a close eye on the nationals and he tells me where I'm at and how many I have to do to get another spot up on the ladder but um (laughs) yeah probably if you asked me about a year ago I 
probably wouldn't think I would have been at this stage of my career and as successful as I am this season. But obviously all thanks go to, like, um, obviously Nathan. He's provided me with a lot of winners and even the connections I've got through him. Um, and, yeah, I've, like, had a lot of help along the way, um, which has benefited me as a driver. And, yeah, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. It's been extraordinary considering that you drove your first winner undercover art just back in 2018 which is three years ago and to think that you're currently sitting at 345 career wins the only west australian woman to drive 100 plus winners in a season as as michael said you're currently second behind hall of famer you're in absolute elite company uh, you're third in the woman in the women's drivers premiership and that's just in a few years emily it's uh it is truly uh, remarkable. And in, sh- in such a, a short career to date, can I just ask what the highlight's been so far? Oh, obviously, I'd have to say the Group 1 on Savvy Bromac. Um, it was obviously a huge thrill like going into it. Um, I knew we'd be out in front, but obviously the pressure I was going to cop, I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to get the job done. But Nathan said he had the horse spot on for the night and... Um, like he didn't want to be left not knowing, so he wanted to give her a chance out in front and just prove she's up to those good mares. But obviously, like I said, I love racing in my grandparents' race every year at Collie. Um, it's just a really good day out in Collie and um, to be able to win or place in that race um, just gives me a great thrill every year. Emily, uh, thanks for, for joining us this morning. Congratulations on um, the win last week and, and the se- season you're having. No doubt you're going to add it to it tonight. Uh, thanks for joining us, and, and we'll see you out of the track shortly. Thank you very much for having me. There we go, Emily Savalko, and just in rare air, isn't she? we just got to look at that resume, Michael. And thanks to Alan Parker, our, the great historian and, the and stats man. Who... He is the best. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. And as we said, 2018 first winner to climb to the level she is, and she is an elite company. It's not like she is... And and some of the names she's passed in WA, including, you know, Kelly Kersley, who's driven Miracle Mile winners. and Truly amazing. Yeah, uh, she's doing a a great job and doesn't look like stopping. And what a combination, Nathan Turvey. Jeez. And as we saw last week, they're not all $1.40 pops she's hopping on. No. You know, some nice price winners, good each way price winners. So she is on fire. Well, let's go to the break. And uh, as we do, let's go back to uh, the, the $31 winner for Savalco for uh, Bob Fowler at Allwood Stud, Star of Willoughby. Maxa knows in front of Blitz and by Finvar has camped over them. Chance Eclipse is still there, running a great race, and they've raced right away from Star of Willoughby, who's getting home very fast as they come to the home turn. Jumping Jack Mack in front on the bend. Leads by a couple of metres. On the inside, Blitz and by Star of Willoughby's running on. Finvar is still there, but jumping Jack Mack's in front. Star of Willoughby is coming home like a train. Goodness gracious me. Emily Savalko's done it again. They went too hard at various stages and Star of Willoughby has won from Jumping Jack Mack and Finvara, then Blitzen. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.